This is Real Talk. My name is Chris Roubaix. This is Julian Chavez. This podcast is sponsored by iBuySFL and Spotify. Thank you for our sponsors. We're kicking it off with the coronavirus edition <laughs> podcast. We're back. We're breaking isolation. We're back in black. How's it going, Julian? <laughs> you doing good? Yeah, man. I'm just breaking isolation right now. I had to go through some red tape when I was leaving my house. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we don't have masks on or gloves. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes uh, and our other platforms, you know, right now we're just, we're free flowing in the apartment right now. This, this might be the last showing of the podcast in the apartment. I'm currently under contract. You know, we, we did the right measures. We calculated everything and we said, this is the time to sell. He sold it right before the coronavirus. Does that sound a little bit fishy to everyone? One week. One week. I knew it was coming. How did you know? Right. <laughs> you should have told me. I uh, contacted my friends in Italy. Right. <laughs> we had a quick conversation. Okay. But no, I'm just glad that we, uh, you know, we had some free time. We came together. We said, let's, let's talk about the market, man. Everything yeah. that's going on. Um, quick life update. You know, we've been, we've been working really hard. Julian, you want to talk about what you've been up to? Yeah, man, it's been, up to now, it's been a very crazy year so far. I know we started doing these podcasts about a year ago or so. Yep. And then we, we just paused them off because we said, oh, we're, we'll do it next week because it's kind of busy this week. And then we, did, we just stopped doing it. So then this week, we really found a large gap of time <laughs> now that we're all quarantined. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that being said, we're still out here working. Like, there's still work to be done. Yeah. Uh, there's still clients that want to buy. There's still clients that want to rent. Um, the economy is not a complete shit show. <laughs> yeah, we're still working. Um, you know, got to sell homes in a drought. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're still working. We're still doing our, our thing, and um, that's how it's going to be. But let's start off with our first topic. I think everyone's heard about this virus. Yes. Coronavirus. You heard it. COVID nineteen. Yeah, I guess you're familiar. Yeah, I mean, it started. When did it start? It's probably like it started in China in late December. Okay. That, that, well, that's when China told us about it. It right. might have started in, in November, October, who knows. Okay, but, but it, it started in 2019. It started in 2019. Yeah. In late 2019, that's when China told basically everyone, hey, we have a really fucked up disease or it's not a disease, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Virus. It's, it's definitely a serious, uh, serious situation in the States, across the world. Uh, our, our heart goes out to the first responders, people on the front line that are taking care of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely a tough position that we're in, but I think we're going to get past this and I think it's just a rough patch and, um, you know, time will heal all. So let's just, you know, be responsible and, and take our time and, um, you know, get through it. So let's talk about what's happening with the market of real estate. That's I mean, why we're here. Let me ask you a straightforward question. How do you think the coronavirus is going to affect the market, the real estate market? Not, not soft. So I got asked this today. And, um, you know, I really think right now we're still operating at the same capacity that we were last week and the week before. Um, until this, you know, obviously a lot of people are, are you know, their, their jobs are paused or uh, there's certain life events that are withholding them from doing these, uh, these jobs or, or making that paycheck. So, I mean, if you really think about it, this will become an effect in a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? And, Hopefully we can combat this disease, this virus, and um, you know really gain momentum back from it. So um, I, I'm still you know optimistic. I think it's an opportunity uh, for a lot of different people. So I mean that's that's where we need to be. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I agree, but what would you tell someone that is looking to buy real estate? Like, do you think prices are gonna go down drastically because of this? Do you think prices are gonna stay steady? What do you think? I don't, I don't wanna make any empty promises to any of my clients, right? So I mean, with that being said, the situation that we were recently in, you know, I could find you this in this amount of days. I could sell you this in this amount of days. It's, you can't, you know, it's just too volatile right now. So I mean, I think over time, we'll be able to gain that kind of ideology again. But I really think, you know, right now with where we're at, um, it's uncertain. So I mean, all I have to say is, take advantage of the opportunity while other everyone else thinks it's uncertain and you know go from there yeah so I think I think we all have to look for a bright side and everything uh, as I think everyone knows at this point we started I buy we have it everywhere you have a shirt on we got a thing back here yeah and we got some new new stuff coming on the way bright side about this whole virus thing for our company is that we have the online offers the virtual tours yeah all that stuff basically people could buy real estate off their phones or laptops yeah and we think going forward people will look back at this moment and be like damn that could really work for us yeah like people are are running Cool blown businesses off Zoom. Right. And web Zoom stock, we're just taking a look at it. Nuts. Yeah. Just a V. Yeah. Huge v. v. People are sleeping on Cisco though. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Stock alert. No, we can't can't talk about the stock market too much. <laughs> but yeah, it's coming down. We prefer the real estate. But that, you know? that's been a bright side for us, I think. Going forward, we could really serve our clients with the virtual tours. They don't yeah. have to go in there, we go in there, we take on the risks. And we just use a lot of hand sanitizer and we do the virtual tour for us. Yeah, I mean, I, I keep it clean, but, you know, obviously a lot of extra precaution. And really, you know, um, another thing that we're offering to, you know, the people, it's really able to help them if they're in a situation where, you know, um, they're facing divorce, late on a payment, uh, this property is, you know, in probate. Um, we're able to make an offer for your property and close, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah. So I mean, this is something that we're able to offer, but you know, another one, another company that you know we talked about before, Zillow, they actually paused the, the program that we just introduced. Yeah, so we introduced the I Buy Your Home program. So basically we'll buy your home cash in as little and as much time as you need. And this is called basically I Buying and Zillow, all the big players kind of canceled it right now. But Zillow, Open Door, yeah. um, I can't remember the the rest of them. I can look it up, but they're suspended at this point in time. You know, even in a time like this where there's a lot of uncertainty, um, we're still able to effectively, you know, create a, an offer for any type of property. Yeah, any um, type of residential real estate, we could still be aggressive and make an offer on it. We're we're still doing deals like that every day um, but Zillow and Open Door unfortunately had to cut back and I've, I've been researching a lot of what the people are saying and they're saying it's difficult in a time where they see the market going down but the great thing about real estate and we talked about this earlier is that real estate will never it'll ne- what, what word did you use bottom out or, or basically where yeah, it's like, it'll not never- useful It'll never go to zero. Right. It'll always be worth something. Like we were, we were looking at the stock market today, obviously, and um, any of these companies, big companies at this point, really, uh, I'm not gonna say any names, or actually I will say names. American <laughs> Airlines, Royal Caribbean, they can go bankrupt. Yeah. You can put a lot of money into there and they can go bankrupt. When you right. buy real estate, you actually own 
you actually own an asset. Right. Like no one's gonna take that land away from you. Right. As long as you keep making payments on it and stuff. So eventually when the market re like goes up again, it's gonna go up again. Markets always go back up. Right. The real estate's gonna be worth money again. Yeah. And good money and good value. And not only that, but you know, these companies they look at it as um, a buy and flip kind of model, right? You know, yeah, just there, quick money. there's other opportunities out there. Um, you know, you're just going to use it to the highest and best use. So, I mean, I think it's important to um, to take a look at how these companies are reacting to this virus. Obviously, like, you know, everything has changed. Our lives have changed, you know. So, I mean, I think it's really important that, you know, we, we take note on what the real estate companies are doing, um, you know, in terms of this. But in terms of iBuy, we're going to keep it moving. Yeah. You know? And, and that's that's how I've been working. Obviously, you know, a lot of people are, t- I take a lot of social responsibility in it as well. I've been staying in my apartment, it, I don't know how, how many days it's been, but at least a week, right? And I mean, you know, I'm still going outside. Everyone that I know that I'm meeting with, these, these people are practicing social distancing. It's a responsibility and, and I don't think I'm gonna get hurt by going outside you know, doing a, a jog down, you know, to my American Airlines arena, um, you know, just as long as I'm taking the precautions necessary, yeah. you know, which is keeping my distance um, and, you know, just maintaining a healthy and positive attitude, which I think everyone is trying to do for the most part, but we need to keep that in our minds, you know? So yeah. I think that's important over these next few weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, just gotta, you know, Bear it out till the storm's over. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're pretty deep in the woods, but I think you know after this week we'll have a, a pretty good idea of where we need to be. Um, so I mean, I, I think of it as a as a you know an opportunity for us to collect our thoughts, get back to you know where we want to be. Right? You could be planning out your goals right now. You could be planning out you know huge speed bump for six a months to a year from now. What you want to do? Where you want to be at? Your goals. And I think it, that's that's perfect because everyone's in the same boat as, as we are. It's not like just Florida, right? Well, right now it's also a lot of people are really catching up on what they like to do, I think, or like what they need to do around the house, what they need to fix up around the house, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think that's awesome for people just to take a break for two, three weeks as long as you're not sick of coronavirus, obviously. Right. That, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's really good for people. But, I mean... How long do you think this thing's going to last, coronavirus? I think 4-1. Yeah? Well, alright, I take that back. I think if something something needs to happen where, I mean, you know, Florida governor and Florida mayor, obviously the mayor didn't take as many precautions, but the governor, you know, he came out, he was saying, um, closing down the marinas, all the ramps. Yeah. Um, this is basically blocking off a lot of main arteries into Miami, you know? Um, so, I mean, it's basically locked down, you know what I'm saying? So, if the state goes completely locked down first, we're gonna see the Dow double in, in what it is right now in terms of the red. But I think, I think, once that happens, we'll be good in like a week, or like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hard. I mean, it's not as simple as, as everyone think. Everyone has told me like, why don't they just close up everything for two or three weeks? That's hard to do. It is, no, and I agree with that theory as well. But I don't want that to happen. I don't think it can happen. But at the same time, it, 
<laughs> that would be the because it's still increasing. It might be easy, yeah. You know, it's still increasing, and you know, you look at like China, Italy, they've well, done it. The reason I don't like the data that much is because the coronavirus cases, it, it they all seem from a news perspective that let's say it says a thousand people reported with coronavirus, and that actually is the number, mm-hmm. but that that includes everyone that's had it so far, mm-hmm. but. One quarter of those people could already be like healed from it. They could already have like the virus could have ran its course. Right. Didn't say how many people healed from it. Yeah. They just want to show that a thousand people have gotten sick from it. Yeah. It's people are going to heal from it. We have immune systems. It yeah. has uh, three. I think the mortality rate is like two, three percent. I think it's two percent. I think it's less than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, We're not it's not. hard to find the accurate numbers unless you're actually in there working on them. You know what I'm saying? Because. Right now, there's so much, I don't even know the right word for it, but just, you know, the media, obviously it's like its own thing, you know what I'm saying? You gotta take it, take it as it comes, so. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta really look for the truth in the numbers. Yeah, and you know, I think over time, uh, those will express themselves. Yeah, but going forward, let's say the economy does crash. It opens up more opportunities. You could buy stocks at a very cheap price, you can buy real estate at a cheap price, wait for it to go up and you're gonna make money. That's how a lot of people get rich. A lot of people get rich in these downfalls of the markets. Right. So that's another opportunity that could possibly happen if we go into a full flow recession, which I don't know if it'll happen, but it's a possibility. It is a possibility. And I think, you know, after this prolongs even more and more, that's that number only increases, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we'll, we'll be able to tell, uh, I think by the end of this week, yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Well, April 1st will be a really interesting day because that's the day where the obligations are due. People got to pay the rent, people got to yep. pay the mortgage, people got to pay the car payment. Yep. But that'll be an interesting day about a week later. And then also when all these major companies start reporting earnings on the stock market. Until then, I buy still, still in business. Still working, still answering emails. Got a couple <laughs> emails right here during yeah, the Yeah, I know. Hopefully it doesn't mess up my anchor, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. So... Let's let's move to our next topic here. Yeah, we've been we've been working some deals, working with lenders. Uh, let's talk about the non-QM and uh, what happened today with everything. Just non-QM and Bank of America. We'll touch on Bank of America at the end. Okay, so before we start talking about non-QM, I want to explain what that is. Non-QM means a non-conforming mortgage. This is usually these these loans, which they call like bank bank statement loans, uh, debt service coverage loans. All these kind of loans that basically they don't meet, they don't meet Fannie Mae standards, and these borrowers have to go through a different route to get a loan approved. Um, so that that's what non-QM is. And then non-QM recently, um, I think it started on Friday, but today they basically just pulled out of the real estate market in general. Yeah, and that that's a large portion of loans. Uh, that just aren't going to be closing right now. Even for loans that they have pending, right? They've just said we're not closing on this loan. You have one, right? I have one, yeah. Uh, to pull out this this disclosure or addendum called the coronavirus yeah. addendum. And you got said, it. Hey, you guys got to sign this because the lender pulled out because of coronavirus, and we have to find the buyer or the borrower a new lender. And now we have to go to a conventional lender, which it'll be QM, <laughs> right? Um, but that, that's really unfortunate right now. Uh, these lenders just can't figure it out, I guess. There's too much uncertainty in the market. Right. Understood. You know, I think that um, interest rates, let's talk about the interest rate. Okay. You know, they. I, from what I've understood, 
You know, they bottomed out a little while ago. Um, they've gone up a little bit. You know, there's been some controversy about the Fed rate and everything. And, you know, I understand the Fed rate and the interest rate. It's like apples and oranges. But at the same time, there is, you know, factors that, that go into it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, um, where do you see see that going? You know I mean, what I'm saying? The thing is that most people, they look up on Google, they look up what is the Fed interest rate. Mm-hmm. It might say 1%, 0%, I don't know what it says right now. Right. But the thing is that all these banks and lenders, they're all... They're not owned by the government. They can set whatever interest rate they want. Uh-huh. The Fed could say the interest rate is negative 10, but if Bank of America wants to charge 4% for their interest rate, they can't. Yeah. The government's not going to tell them no. They can't tell them no. They're they're owned by themselves. They're not owned by the government. Right. Um, but going forward on it, if lenders do want to compete in this industry, they're going to have to lower the rates. Because if yeah. the Fed says you can charge 0% interest rate, someone's going to do it. Someone with not a lot of overhead is going to try to provide it. But right. right now, it's... Right now, currently what's happening is that the secondary mortgage market, um, those are the people that buy your loan. You know, when you buy a house six months later, you get um, a notification in the mail that says your loan has been sold off to so-and-so mortgage company. Those people are no longer buying mortgage or they're buying them at a way slower rate because they're very uncertain about the market. And so that means lenders like like the lender that first deals with the consumer has to hold on for, to loan for a longer period of time. That's what's causing the interest rates to go up right now momentarily. And and on the secondary market, you know, these loans are going at a discount, right? Because there's more risk. Yeah, because they got, because let's just, let's, like we keep talking about Bank of America, so let's just use your name. Bank of America gives you a home loan. So that money came out of their bank account and goes to you, so you get your loan. But then they go ahead and they sell that loan to secondary market, but they got to sell it and and make money on it, basically. Right. So that's how that works. Yeah. It's just interesting to see, you know, the, uh, I guess the, the difference, you know, between what's going on in the economy that everyone thinks is going on and then, you know, how yeah. it's, it's just changing. And, yeah, because uh, I had a bunch of calls and people being like, hey, how can I get my 0% down? I mean, my 0% <laughs> interest rate loan. Right, right. Like, uh, we sorry. have a 0% down loan. Right? We have a 0% down loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. But the 0% interest is not yet. Yeah. It's coming. Um, I, regarding this topic, uh, I don't know if you saw, but Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac suspended all foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. What right. do you think about that? You know, I it has, it has to happen, right? I mean, I don't know the number, but there's a lot of people not working right now. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like, from a landlord perspective, yeah, that's that's hard to take. You know what I'm saying? But because um, they did suspend foreclosures, but like I'm a landlord myself, right? And um, they're not gonna foreclose on me, but I don't want my credit to get shot because I missed the payment. Yeah, because my tenants couldn't pay me. Right. So I'm going to pay it with my own money. Right. So, I mean, that that's a bad part about it. Because the tenants, they're not going to get hurt by being laid on the rent. Uh-huh. But me as a landlord, because it's on my credit, I'm going to get hurt by being laid on the mortgage. Right. So I think that they got to figure out a way to appease the landlords as well. Right. And I think they've reset a little bit. Not fully, but the way that they're implementing it... Uh, you know, our president announced that they would be funding money to the citizens. Now, That's true, yeah. compared to the 2008 bailout, when they bailed out the banks, they're paying the people instead of the banks. Yeah. Good. So, 
basically those people can pay you, let's say as a landlord, or they can pay themselves for whatever it might be, their kids, uh, you know, just supplies, you know, could be rent, who knows. But the thing is, I think they're taking a mature approach to it that, you know, not a lot of other people have done. And so I think, you know, in, in the long run, it, it was just 30 days, right? It's not like it's like two months or three months. Well, they announced this mid-March. Yeah, it's about 45 days okay. till the end of April. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I still I still stand where I want to be. But I, I think if it grows longer, potentially you could have a really big issue. Yeah, you know, potentially. I don't know. Maybe move back. Maybe it's but. Uh, Bank of America themselves, which we were talking about right now with the landlords, announced that they will allow borrowers to pause their mortgage payments, which is great, I think, because if renters could be late, then borrowers should be able to be late too. Yeah. Now this pertains just to Bank of America loans. Bank and of America came up. Just for any loan? For any loan that they still own. Okay. Okay. So that would include like credit cards, cars. Oh no no no. Mortgage payment. Loans. Mortgage payment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But for housing. The thing is that people might be confused because ten years ago when they bought a house, they might have gotten a loan with Bank of America, but now Bank of America sold that loan, so they no, they no longer have that privilege. Right. right? Oh Unless yeah. their own lender has it. Right. That's why I wanted to say bank people uh, still owe money directly to Bank of America. Right. For mortgages. Uh huh. Home loans. Yeah, it's very interesting. The. Uh, what it was 20 years ago compared to now. I'm saying it's, you know, obviously things have changed a long time, but. Well, Dow Jones looks about the same now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Let's, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> but let, compared to where it was, I mean, yeah, yeah, just it's a little bit farther down than when we started this podcast. But, uh, but no, yeah, I mean, I think, I think this will. Heal over time, we're gonna have a better understanding of where we need to be at uh, in terms of uh, the world's movement in real estate. You know, which yeah. is the mortgage. Um, you know, which is you know people people just funding their families and getting supplies. You know, yeah. So I think that's great. I think we touched on it. We give some some people some inside information about it. What are we What are we really worried about right now? Is it the virus? Is it the housing? Is it the lending? I mean, me personally, I'm not too badly worried about the virus. I'm, okay. I'm really worried about the news that's going on and how that's affecting the markets in general. I, I feel like the news going on is worse than the actual virus. The news is going to kill more people than the virus. <laughs> so many people are having heart attacks right now because <laughs> they just saw their portfolios drop from $5 million to $2 million. Exactly. In the course of a month, yeah, yeah, and and we need to we need to figure out a way to. I know I I take it as a you know a, a grain of sugar or salt, however you look at it. But the thing is, you know, we need to remain positive. Yeah. Block out anything that seems uncertain to you, and just have a good outlook. You know what I'm saying? You know, I have a lot of people <laughs> that are positive about the situation. They want to keep moving forward and keep doing their their thing um but it just takes you know a perspective that you know we just need to interpret yeah you just you got to do whatever you think is right like i 
I've seen a lot of people putting money into the stock market these days and then their friend tells them the Dow Jones is going to drop to nine grand and they sell all their shares when they were down. But you can't just listen to everybody. You're not going to go crazy. Right. Yeah. You just got to do whatever you think is right. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, what do you think, Julian? In six months from now, what, where, what do you think we're going to be at? You think we'll be at where we were two weeks ago? Where do you think? Um... We got a lot of things coming up. We got the elections. We got what else is going on in 2020? Well, I mean, the Dow Jones has historically been positive during most election years, uh-huh. which is a crazy stat. I didn't know that until recently. But I think in six months from now, I really think that the Dow is going to be on a rally up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about the real estate recession because I, I personally, I mean, I don't hope it happens, but it would be nice to get properties at a nice discount. Yeah. But I don't think we'll be there in six months. I think that this is going to resolve itself and that all the markets are going to be on an upward trend. On an upward trend. I believe in the V curve. Yeah. The V curve. <laughs> I, the that's what I believe. Vaccination in. curve. <laughs> <laughs> well, once it's out, yeah, we'll be on a V curve. Yeah. Man, they better be working on that. I know. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's a positive future for us. Still another day alive. You know, hug your family. Hug your friends. Do what yeah, you need to not do. Not too close, though. Six feet apart. <laughs> what am I saying? You can't do that right now. Okay. Yeah, don't listen to me. He doesn't work for the CDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't work for the CDC. But, listen, practice social distancing. It's a social responsibility that we have right now. And uh, we, we hope everyone's doing great. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Julian, do you have anything else to say? I don't. I just... Actually, I do. Okay. Talk about it. I just want to tell everyone, just, you know, stay to yourself. Uh, If you're you're looking for business opportunities, just listen to yourself and maybe a close group of people you can trust, but don't listen to everybody, man. Nope. Just get out there and do whatever you want to do. Do what you need to do. Get it done. And uh, take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, um, there's going to be a lot of different things happening. Everyone's life is different. So we need to take advantage of it, explore as many opportunities as you can, and, um, you know. But I think this was an awesome podcast. Uh, I hope we see you guys again. Yeah. If business starts going really well again, we might see you another year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that we love doing, and we appreciate the opportunity to do this. Uh, podcast, so that's why we keep doing it. Yeah. And we felt so compelled to hop on here and talk about <laughs> it. So we appreciate you guys listening. My name is Chris Rubey, Julian Chavez, and this is Real Talk. Thank you guys.